Welcome to the Grad School Femme Touring Podcast. This is Dr. Yvette Martinez Vu, and I will be serving as your Femme Tour, providing you with tips and tricks and everything else you need to know to get into graduate school. For the past 10 years, I've been helping undergraduate students get into top graduate programs in their field, and I'm really excited to share this information with you too. Hi everyone, um, today I am going to be talking about how to determine if a graduate program is a right fit for you. This was actually a request from someone on Instagram. Um, essentially on Wednesday, September 9th, I um, asked on Instagram, you know, what kind of topics would you like me to cover in the months of October, November, December? Because throughout the month of September, I am recording episodes uh, that will go on through the end of my maternity leave. So I'm going to go on maternity leave from uh, mid-October through the end of December, and then I'll be back at work and back um, doing my regular podcast episodes after that. So for now, I'm trying to front load that work. And I want to say thank you to my followers, um, just because I received so many really nice messages uh, because that day was my birthday. And so I want to thank you for answering, giving me some suggestions for topics, um, celebrating me. And um, yeah, it was a really good day. So here is the episode. Um, you'll notice I'm going to be recording things in more of a conversational manner. Um, I'm going to be speaking off the cuff the way I would normally give advice to individuals when I meet with them, just to kind of simplify the process of doing all of these recordings in advance. And hopefully they will make sense to you. Um, but if not, you know, as usual, you can reach out to me and ask um, questions. So how do you determine, let's get to the topic, how do you determine if a program is a right fit for you? I feel like I've already talked about this um, in a previous episode, likely um, episode six, finding a good grad program. But I want to kind of focus on fit today and the, the one thing I tell students to focus on, if you could focus on one thing and one thing only when you're looking for a grad program, it's the people who are there. So it's not so much what is it that you're studying per se, as much as who it is that you're working with, uh, because those are the individuals that are going to make or break your experience there. So, you know, in, so, in some cases, you might be uh, going to graduate school in a field that's the same as your undergraduate major. And so it's relatively easy to find top programs because you're just looking at one discipline. But I often come across students who aren't necessarily in one discipline. Their research crosses uh, disciplinary boundaries. So they may be looking at two, three, sometimes even four different types of programs. And when that's the case, they come to me and they say, I don't know where to start. I don't know how to look for a good program because there's too many for me to focus on. And so I always say, focus on the individuals. And so when you're thinking about your research, when you're thinking about your interests, who are the people that you're running into? What names do you keep seeing? And then find out, okay, where are they now? 
and to where did they get their degrees from because odds are wherever they've been trained is also a good place for you to consider for graduate school. And then you don't just leave it at that. I mean, you don't want to just find, okay, great. I found 10 programs and they all have at least one person that I'm excited to work with. No, your job's not over after that. Uh, first of all, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. You don't want to just rely on one individual to work with in your program. You want to make sure there are at least two or three people that you can work with because you never know what could happen. Maybe that person's not taking students this year. Maybe that person got a job at another institution and is leaving. Maybe that person is about to retire. Sometimes, sadly, professors pass. So you don't wanna rely on just one person and that person is no longer there after you've been admitted and then you're left with no one who can work with you. So try to find two to three people. And then again, your job's not over there. <laughs> then um, I also strongly recommend, which is why, you know, episode number 35 was all about this. I strongly recommend reaching out and contacting prospective faculty. So contacting maybe the top person that you really want to work with for each program. Um, ideally, all of your programs that I know that can be overwhelming that can be a lot of people to reach out to at least reach out to at least the top. I don't know, four or five programs on your list and contact, you know, one person from from said program to get a sense of that rapport of what that professor is like when you meet them, even if it's over Zoom. Like, um, is this someone that you feel like you get along with? Is this someone that you feel comfortable with? Is this someone who's making you feel supported? Um, and th that's not always the case. Some professors are very awkward. Some of them are very blunt. Some of them are busy and in a rush. Some of them are really hands off. So you're going to want to ask them about their mentoring style, how they support students, where their students are now, um, because that's going to give you an impression of how they're going to be with you when they have you as their student. So it's not just oh, great, I found an awesome scholar. They're an associate or full professor. They're doing well in their field. A letter of rec from them is going to be great for when I apply to jobs. Mm, yes, that is true. But also your relationship with that person matters. I do believe that kindness, support, empathy, those things matter too. And I wish I would have taken that more seriously because I didn't when I was applying to graduate school. And I ended up with an advisor who was very scary, who I did not feel comfortable talking to about anything other than academics. And even then, it was still hard to talk to this individual. So um, you don't want to be in a situation where there's hostility or where you're with someone who is not fully committed to supporting you. So keep that in mind. So uh, other than faculty, what else goes into finding out if it's a good fit or if it's a good program for you? Um, you'll want to take a look at the curriculum. So what kind of coursework do they offer? What kind of training are they offering? You want to find out like where are graduates going? Um, what types of jobs are they landing? 
if you can, if you can make time, talk to the grad students, talk to at least one grad student from that program. They will be 100% honest and transparent for the most part about the program, about the culture, about the area, about the professors. So they'll give you information that no one else would give you. Certainly not the faculty because you know, a lot, oftentimes faculty are invested in recruiting the best students. And because of that, they want to make sure that their program looks great and they may not share the not so great aspects of their program. But the grad students will tell you the truth. They might say, yeah, we don't have enough funding or yeah, you might want to avoid so-and-so professor or um, the culture here is great or the culture here is not great. Run away. <laughs> you you never know what they're going to tell you, but you want to... Um, you know, keep their their comments into consideration as you're trying to figure out if it's a good fit. Um, for a lot of us, location is important. So is this uh, school in a big city or is there are there certain communities available within this university setting? Um, so like for, for instance, my students are often, you know, worried and concerned and it's, just, it's a genuine concern because I have it too, it's like, are there POC here? Like, are there communities of color here that I can reach out to? Am I gonna have a support system? So those are also things you'll want to consider. So I, I guess at the top end of things, who you work with matters. That's, you know, your advisor is the person you're gonna work with for the next four, five, six, seven, eight years. So you wanna make sure that's a good relationship. That's why I said it'll make or break your time in grad school. Um, next, after that, like, what, what is the program like? How are they training you? What is the culture like there? Um, after that, you want to think about location and are you going to feel supported, not just within the department and the program, but also within the extended community? Are you going to be able to find support systems there? Those are some of the main things. Obviously, there's more to consider you can always consider other things outside of that, but if I could just tell you to emphasize and focus on a few things, it's definitely the faculty, it's definitely um, the culture, um, the access to community, the location. Um, and yes, of course, you know, some folks are gonna scoff at me and say, you haven't mentioned rank. Rank matters, yes, it does matter, um, but you can't just apply to grad school based on rankings because if you apply just based on rankings and you're not a good fit for that program, you're not going to get in anyway. And so it, instead of thinking solely about rankings, focus on the fit. And some of the top ranking schools are going to be a good fit for you. And some of the not so great ranking schools are also going to be a good fit for you. And yes, um, you might not have an Ivy League degree, but if you have a very supportive um, committee, if you have very supportive faculty, if you have a strong sense of community, those are the people that are going to advocate for you. Those are the people that are going to help you when you're on the job market, um, whether that's an academic job market or you're applying to jobs outside of academia, um, you'll have people to, to support you. So I think that's all I'm going to say for today. It is a bit of a shorter episode. But um, because a lot of it is like, I feel like I'm continuing to have that conversation about how to find a good grad program. So again, if you wanna hear more, go to episode six. 
Um, but yes, it's, it's, you know, focus on the faculty, the research, who, who's there, access to resources. And if all of that is starting to look really good and you've met with individuals and that's also starting to align, then, you know, that should further validate your wanting to apply there. Um, I already have some of my students who have been doing their homework and reaching out to grad programs. And they're even more excited to apply to grad school now because they are receiving um, mostly positive um, reactions from people who are getting back to them um, relatively quickly over email, wanting to meet with them, expressing enthusiasm over their applications. This is not always the case. Some years professors go MIA. Sometimes they don't respond to emails right away. And perhaps things are changing because of folks working from home. I don't know, but it seems like a lot of professors are being more responsive this year than years prior. So again, I strongly encourage you, find the people, reach out to them, get the information you need to confirm your grad school list and then go ahead and apply. Don't, don't overthink this too much. Once you have a list that you're confident in, let's kind of move forward and don't let you don't let yourself um, hold yourself back from applying this fall if that's really what you want to do. All right, I will talk to you all next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for joining me in the Grad School Fem Touring Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please rate this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere you tune in. You can also support the podcast by donating to my Patreon page, Anchor page, or Venmo account, which is at Grad School Fem Touring. If you have questions or episode topics, you can contact me by sending me a DM on Instagram, sending me an email to gradschoolfemtouring at gmail.com, sending me a voice message on Anchor, or sending me a message via my personal website at eventmartinezvu.com. Until next time.